If you're a more energetically sensitive creative leader or entrepreneur who's ready to transform your sensitivities into your superpowers so that you can spend more time in the flow and less time in the internal struggle, then you've come to the right place. The Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast with me, Anna Long Stokes, blends business and spiritual principles to help creatives, leaders, and entrepreneurs identify common energetic roadblocks and how to overcome them to live a more purpose-driven and energetically aligned life. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast with me, your host, Anna Long-Stokes. Okay, so what are we talking about today? Well, today is going to be a fun and hopefully illuminating episode. I wanted to chat with you about the three primary reasons that you might be struggling to access your own answers or information. I'm sure you have been at a place in your business or your life where you felt like you couldn't find your next step. You couldn't find that thing, that answer that you needed to keep moving forward in a direction that felt aligned. It's really easy to walk through life and just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And, um, to wake up one day and be like, wow, you know, I don't know what I had in mind for myself, but this is not as exciting (laughs) as what I thought my life was going to be. Or um, maybe you had a big vision for yourself years ago, and at some point you kind of lost touch with that. And how did you get there? Well, you probably got there because somewhere along the way, you couldn't find aligned answers for your next steps. When you can't find aligned answers for your next steps, you end up kind of just moving forward, which can feel a little bit more like moving sideways or backwards if it's not really on the path that you're here to be on. So what path are you here to be on? This is like, this is a crazy thing. And after all the years I've been doing my clairvoyant work, I have learned to kind of look at symbols and energy when I'm reading people to gauge how close to their path are they? Are they super far off? Are they on it? It's really easy to kind of be so close to yourself in your own life that you can't really see if you're on your life's path. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I feel like I'm totally on my life's path right now. And yet, even as recent as a couple months ago, I was kind of started to question it. Like, am I on my life's path? Is this what I'm here to do? Should I go hire someone else to tell me what to do? I got as far as like doing a consult call with someone who was going to charge me some obscene amount to do like an hour's session with me and tell me what my purpose was. And I woke up in the middle of the night before I put my deposit down and my higher self was like shaking me. And she was like, what in the F are you doing, Anna? Like, why are you about to pay this person who became a channeler six months ago to tell you that you're on your life's path? I'm here to tell you you're on your life's path. So I woke up, wrote her an email. I said, yeah, 
I'm on my life's path. I actually don't need this session. And she said, you know, <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say anything, but I was kind of wondering why you were booking the call too. So we were both on the same page. I'm already on my life's path. I'm doing what I'm here to do. But it doesn't mean that there aren't times where some sneaky energy can get in and make me question myself, which I'm sure you can relate to. So in today's podcast, I wanted to talk about some of those things, the three main things that have you blocking access to your own answers. So the thing about having your own answers is where do these answers come from? How do we know they're the right answers? When I talk about having your own answers, I'm talking about your higher self. When you incarnate on this planet, you come here with a mission. And I'm not saying it's like, I have a mission to work at this company, marry this person, have this job. I'm not talking about that type of specific mission. I'm talking about a mission of energies, experiences that you're here to have. And often people do come here with a set of skills they're looking to hone or work. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're really interested in healing and spiritual development and clairvoyance, it's possible that that interest is showing up for a reason. It could be that your most recent past life was full of that, or it could be that you came here wanting to step into those skills or learn more about those or hone certain aspects of that. I've had a lot of past lives read where I was a I was a medium, I was a channel, I was an oracle. And I don't think I've had as many lives where I've been a clairvoyant. Fewer of those past lives have been read, but I very frequently get read in these positions of being a channel, which is a different energy than clairvoyance. And we might get into that later or in another episode. But suffice it to say, clairvoyance, you're using your sixth chakra, you're learning to read energy. Whereas when you're channeling, you're essentially a channel for messages from the other side, whether that be from your higher self or it be from other beings. So when I talk about you having access to your own answers, I'm talking about communication with your higher self and trusting that communication with your higher self because your higher self is there to guide you. Your higher self has no better idea than anyone else. So sometimes people book calls with me and they're like, I want to know what my guides think about this. And I'm like, no offense. I'm not talking to your guides. This session is not about your guides. Um, I'm not handing over your power to your guides because guides are just beings like any other beings. But, um, you know, and sometimes you need to move guides out because they are on a mission to sometimes keep you stuck. And so your higher self, on the other hand, is always, always, always going to be your primary source of accessing the best information for what your steps are right now. Like, I believe I've probably surpassed my original goals that I set for myself in this lifetime. And I have had to do a lot of updating with my Akashic Records Keeper and Um, accessing information for myself all the time so that I can figure out my next best steps. I've had to clear out old guides that maybe were great partners for working with me on that first, you know, the first 40 years of my life, but maybe not the guides I need to work with in the second 40 years of my life. And so when I talk about finding your answers, again, I'm talking about getting these answers from your higher self, not from you know, God, not from your guides. I'm talking about the part of you that um, 
exists in spirit form that sometimes comes through your body, um, but sometimes just kind of hangs out around. Uh, your spirit is this big, big energy. And um, she, he or she has your answers. But what could be getting in the way of you accessing these? Why do you keep trying to outsource your next steps uh, to somebody else? Why do you keep booking calls with other people or signing up for programs, trying to look for these answers that you feel like you can never find for yourself? Okay, so I'm going to talk about the first one that I see. The first thing that's blocking you from accessing your own answers is other people's energy. And when I, I'm just going to use the term foreign energy. Foreign energy can be energy of the people who um, surrounded you or surround you in this lifetime. They can be the people who surrounded you in past lifetimes. They can be people you've never even met, but somehow you have a spiritual or energetic connection to in this lifetime. They can be people who've passed on who you had a connection with in this lifetime. So when I talk about foreign energy, this is a really, really um, expansive <laughs> energy. We're talking um, about a lot. And if I, if I was in a reading with you, we could get more detailed about the specifics of what type of foreign energy might be um, blocking your access to your answers. And, you know, it's, it's really frustrating. Like when I first joined my clairvoyant training, I wanted to believe that all energies outside myself had my best interests at heart. But that's not true. They, they don't. Other people have an agenda for you, even if like they're loving and they want what's best for you. Usually people want what's best for them first or what makes them feel safest first, um, what makes them feel most valued first. So other people's energy, this foreign energy is the number one thing that's blocking you from accessing your own answers, especially if you're a feeler and you're super empathic. It's likely that you can feel the energy of others before you even go to take that next step. And so that might block you immediately. I talked about this in another episode, but it's like if you've ever maybe you know, maybe you took a vacation and you were journaling and you found yourself in that space of like magic and dreaming and vision. And you just had this like big insight for yourself and you felt powerful and you felt excited. And then maybe you go to sleep and you wake up the next morning and you're like, what was I thinking? Like, who was I to think I could do that? Who was I to dream that big or think I could have that or do that. I'm sure you've all had that experience. That's a really good indication that kind of some energy, some foreign energy has gotten in between you and your truth. And so all these types of emotions like guilt or grief can actually just absolutely block you from following what was actually a really truthful truthful next step and answer from your higher self. So you just kind of get shut down right when you dream it up. Um, another thing is you might just not even access that dreaming space in the first place. If you're someone who's listening to this podcast and you're like, I don't really know, like I've never really had big dreams for myself. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, there's probably some energy between you and your higher self because I guarantee your higher self has an agenda for you. It has mock-ups for you. And if you're kind of totally clueless and you find you've just been in the same place in your life for a long time, and you're, you're not really making progress in any direction. You're not feeling impassioned about anything. 
it's time to clear some energy between you and your communication with your higher self, because I guarantee you, you're here for more, you're here for bigger, and you should be living a more impassioned life. That's just my opinion, but I've seen that with a lot of the readings I've done with clients as well. Okay, so what is the second thing that could be blocking your access to your own answers from your higher self? The second thing that I see is drugs. Some of these are prescription drugs, alcohol, even marijuana. Um, These don't have to be illegal drugs. These are substances that if you're taking them on a regular enough basis, you are very likely debilitating your ability to receive the messages that your higher self is trying to communicate to you. This is a, this is a sad one. This one makes me sad because, you know, drug use, whether prescription or alcohol or even pot, I live here in Oregon, it's totally legal. You know, it might not be bad. It might be something your doctor's prescribing you. And yet, in the readings I do and the energy I read, it's often people who are kind of chronic users of certain substances that just cannot access that space within them themselves. And honestly, your emotions are often the symptoms of not following the path you're here to follow. So if you're taking medications um, prescribed or otherwise to constantly numb yourself, you've kind of like thrown the compass away, you know? Um, you, you can't, you're just kind of, maybe you're on a path, but it could be that it's not your path. It could be that it's just the one that you were on when you decided to start using and you're still on it. And you never really veered off. And and you might not even take that much time to think about why. And you, you hear this a lot from people who, you know, it's becoming more popular to not drink, to just forego alcohol. And so I don't know if you follow anyone on Instagram or you have any friends who've gone through this process. I've gone on and off being sober in my life. And I have to say, um, from my experience with chatting with others, reading others, and going through it myself, it's always these times where I get a lot of clarity, where what seemed wishy-washy or fuzzy before comes into focus. And when when that answer or your next step comes into focus, you can kind of like, go to the left or go to the right or go wherever you need to go to get that next answer to to get back on your path, whatever you're here to do. So I'm not judging you if you're somebody who partakes in that. I certainly still drink on occasion. Uh, I, you know, partake in marijuana once in a while. Um, I am not somebody who is here to judge you if you're on meds for ADHD or depression. I'm just saying what I see which is that a lot of times when people are on these, they have a difficult time accessing their own answers. One cool thing that I have noticed for clients I've been working with longer period of time or fellow students um, is that sometimes they start out on these meds and it's what gets them through that hard time. It's what they rely on. And then once they start finding an energy clearing practice or a meditation practice that works for them, 
they often go off of these drugs because they found a different thing to go on. (laughs) You know, like I'm not saying go cold turkey, but sometimes people just don't need them anymore. That might not be you. But if that is you, I've seen that it's possible people begin, you know, to stop using whatever drugs they're on and they start meditating and exercising and eating well. And those things provide tremendous uh, benefit as a replacement for whatever it was that they were trying to work with or trying to numb prior. Okay, so that's number two. Okay, I'm going to take a quick little break here and we'll be back shortly with number three as well as a bonus one in what might be blocking you from finding your answers. Hey, y'all, I am so excited to announce that I am currently enrolling for my year-long mentorship and training school called CE Oracle, where you will learn to activate your innate clairvoyant abilities so that you can clearly see your next best steps and tap into the energy to carry you there. It's sort of like Hogwarts, but for badass female leaders and entrepreneurs. So if this excites you, I encourage you to learn more, check it out, and apply. Over the 12 months, you're going to gain full awareness of the energies past, present, and future that impact your everyday life and business. You're going to activate your ability to see and move energy so that you can become the oracle and tune inwards for your own answers. And you're also going to take these newfound skills and new level of trust and apply it to your life, business, and leadership so that you can step into the most powerful version of you. There are only 10 spaces and we kick things off October 8th. There are a couple of amazing early bird specials for those who enroll before September 15th, including free access to my Empathic Energy Foundations class which is a prerequisite for the program, as well as a 60-minute business fusion call where I work with you in that fourth level, the final quarter of our year together, to really figure out how you're going to take these skills and apply them into what you do so that you can have increased profits and increased alignments with your leadership or your business. If you have questions, please reach out. You know where to find me. I'm on Instagram at at Anna.longstokes, or just hit me up from my website, www.empathicenergymethod.com. Okay, can't wait to connect. Okay, welcome back. So we are talking about the three things that might be blocking your access to your own answers, aka your communication with your higher self. All right, so we talked about number one, which was foreign energy. We talked about number two, which was drugs and alcohol. And now number three, the third thing that I see that really blocks people from accessing their own answers is um, that they are skeptics or they are really in their analytical space. You know, I feel like I have lived this past life where There was a time where, you know, you look more into like the Renaissance period where art and science and spirituality, there was less of a distinction between all of them. And now we live in a day and age, I I feel like really a post-Trump era, especially where people are like, I believe in science. If it's not proven, it doesn't exist. 
wait, you don't believe in science. You're bad. If you've like spent 10 minutes in Portland, Oregon, you'll pick up on this energy. It drives me insane. Yes, I also believe in science. Does that mean that everything in the world has been figured out and that if it hasn't, it doesn't exist? And here's, here's, and it's just, it gets me. This is where I lose my space a little bit. It's not either or. It's not science or spirituality. Sorry, I haven't proven to you that I have guides or that I can access my higher self. Sorry, I haven't proven that scientifically to you. Doesn't mean I'm not going to believe in it. But if you're a super skeptic or really analytical, you're probably going to have a difficult time accessing your higher self. You'll constantly be asking yourself, well, does this even exist? Is this even real? You're going to absolutely miss out on all of the magic there is in the not knowing. I, at a certain point, had to lean into the fact, like it was really when, you know, I was, I had gotten my master's degree. I was doing social work in Chicago. Some of you know this story. And I kind of just had this like, existential life crisis. Like my grandmother was dying. I started to feel energy, see energy, like weird things started happening to me. And I was dating this extremely analytical, but also religious guy. That was kind of a conundrum, but it, it isn't actually a lot of, um, analytical people have no problem with religion, but they struggle with spirituality. They struggle with the belief that they can access that. They think only the higher ups in the church can which is just a power play by the church. So yeah, we all have access to our higher self. And sometimes it takes going through a certain experience in life where I remember, even though I was very analytical, very much believed in science, I very much had my master's degree and did everything I had to do to get that. I also began feeling dead people and seeing dead people and Energy became something that wasn't just some elusive thing I talked about. It became something I really experienced on the day-to-day. And that's what really propelled me into the whole journey that I'm on now at the level and depth I'm on now. So I just, you know, I don't really care. Like skeptics, those aren't my people. You're probably not even listening to this podcast if you're a total skeptic, but there might be a part of you. And here is where it might not even be your own energy that is really skeptical. My dad considers himself to be an atheist. Hi, dad, if you're listening. My mom and dad listen to this. So, you know, I've had to work on clearing a lot of that atheist energy out of my space over the years because it really is one of the top things that the deeper you get into this work will block you from receiving answers. Spirit is all around us all the time, giving us signs, symbols, indications. They are there screaming from the other side, trying to help us. And the veil is more thin than ever if you're willing to listen and turn inwards and upwards and receive that communication. But by God, you have got to turn down that part of you um, that's analytical and skeptical. And if that feels terrible to you and that feels like I'm asking you to like join a cult or I'm asking you to, you know, drink the Kool-Aid and kill yourself like some crazy people have in the past who've tried to own your crown and own your spirituality. That's not what I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to step into your freedom on this earth as a spirit because actually 
where you get the most freedom is when you're in the most communication with spirit, in particular with your higher self. That's where you get your freedom. And that's where you get to take all the magic of spirit and bring it into your body and take your next steps. Okay, so that is number three. And then I thought of a little bonus one here that I wanted to share as well, because three is not that many. The bonus here and why you might be having trouble accessing your answers is that you lost trust at some point in your life, so you quit listening. So you lost trust at some point, and so you quit even trying or you quit listening. And this is something, unfortunately, that I see happen with a lot of empathic people is they get so lost in the empath space, the clairsentience, the feeling space, um, that they don't always know what's theirs and what someone else's. And so maybe they're sure they're following their intuition, but their intuition leads them astray. And so when this happens, I think there can be two main energies here. The first one is you weren't led astray. Sometimes our intuition takes us into situations that might feel bad to the body or they might feel unfair, but there's some greater energy, karma, or lesson at play here. And it's really hard for us in our limited perspective within our bodies to see what this is. Okay, so the, that, that could be the first one. The second one is that you, you weren't really following your intuition. You were following some foreign energy in your space that wanted something from you. You know, whether uh, maybe, you know, you see this in relationships where women uh, end up in really um, not great relationships with men who try to control them, is that they think, oh, look at this magic. This guy stepped into my life. He's so great. And then before you know it, this man is controlling every aspect of their life. But, oh, geez, but my intuition told me he was a great guy. My intuition told me this. Well, that might not have been your intuition. That might have been his energy in your space trying to control you and make you believe certain things so that he could manipulate you because he is a master manipulator. And you see this with women who end up with narcissists. Um, and I can always sniff out this type of control energy, this type of narcissist. God, I've had to read them before. I had this story where one time I got a guy on the psychic hotline. This is just maybe you're interested in hearing this, so I'm going to share it. I got a call when I was working on the psychic hotline, and this guy wanted me to read his relationship. And immediately, even though I had my chakras turned down into trance, I started to feel sick, which is really weird. That doesn't usually happen um, during psychic readings. And I started to feel his control energy. And I could tell um, as I was looking at it, she, she kept telling me no, no. As I was looking at her, she would put her arms up, crossed no. She didn't want me to read her. And so he was asking all these questions like, well, I broke up with her, but she's not seeing this and da, da, da. And I was like um, talking about what I saw. And he's like, and then he flipped, you know, it went from like, he's the, the good guy, you know, he's been doing all these things to try to make it work to once I started reading the energy and he didn't like what I saw, he flipped on that control switch and um, started trying to invalidate me as a reader and I showed him where the door was and hung up on him because his energy was extremely controlling and nasty. He had some energies working through him. 
that he needed to get his space with before he could have a healthy relationship. And I highly, highly doubt that will ever happen in this lifetime for him, but he can reflect on that once he passes and he takes another life. And hopefully, hopefully he won't have to come back and be in that same controlling energy because it's very sad to see people who get stuck in that uh, need to control others. Okay. So that was a little side note. I have a lot of stories from working on the psychic hotline. I'd love to write a book about it one day. I think it's pretty fascinating. Uh, But for now, I hope you found this episode illuminating. And I hope it helps you to think about how this plays out in your everyday life. If there's one of these that I talked about and you just have this feeling, this inner knowing that this is what's happening with you, yeah, maybe there's a substance I need to cut. Maybe you know, maybe I shouldn't drink wine every night. Like maybe I should allow myself to be in this grief so that I can take my next step or hear my next step. Or, um, maybe you, 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 you know, you signed up for my empathic energy foundations class and you need to actually do like the modules and learn to clear your space so you can have that foreign energy out of your space and you can more clearly see, feel, hear, know your next steps. If you're not sure, if you're more of a seer, a feeler, a knower, or a hearer, you can check out my free empath type quiz. It's on my website, www.empathicenergymethod.com. You can figure out what your empath type is, and that can help you lean in to how your spirit is likely trying to communicate with you. If you know your spirit is trying to communicate with you, but you feel like there's a bunch of foreign energy getting in the way, check out my Empathic Energy Foundations course. It's a seven-module self-paced course where we go through all the amazing basic tools and activations to get you clearing foreign energy from your space. And if you're ready for the big, big next step, which is, hey, you're ready to tap into your clairvoyance. You're ready to see how you can get your clairvoyance working for you in your life, your creativity, or your business. Then it's time to enroll and apply to my CE Oracle training that kicks off October 8th, 2023. I am currently taking applications. Even if you don't think you're psychic, even if you don't think you're clairvoyant, if this idea excites you, if you're starting to like get the butterflies in your belly and ideas about how you could fuse this with your current work, whether you're a massage therapist or a regular therapist or a lawyer or whatever you do, you can find a way to blend your clairvoyance in with what you do. You'll also be, you know, at the end of the program, ready to do professional readings if if that feels aligned to you. So you can check that out again at my website, www.empathicenergymethod.com. I will also put links to all of this in the show notes. Okay, everybody, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you like it, please share it. Take a moment to leave a star rating, and I will see you next week. In the meantime, keep creating. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast with me, Anna Longstokes. For more information on these and many more topics, or to contact me for a consultation, please visit our new website at www.empathicenergymethod.com or check out the show notes for direct links. And hey, if you like this podcast, 
please remember to take a moment to leave a star rating, a review, or just to share it with a friend. Okay, until next time, keep creating. Thank you.